Hello, my friends. How are you today? You're listening to the St. Mark Bemidji's podcast, a podcast that won't decrease your waistline if you binge on it. This podcast is dedicated to spreading God's word to anyone willing to listen. We will never tell you what you want to hear. We'll tell you what you need to hear. There are many podcasts out there that are flashier, better produced, or written by a large team of writers. But you will be hard-pressed to find one in the 4.1 million podcasts in circulation that knows the secret to eternal life. Spoiler alert, it's not a secret, it's just not very popular. We tend to look for the shiny things in life. Just put your own phone down while you sit in a restaurant or other public place and look at the shiny everyone else is staring at in their hands. Isaiah 53 verse 2 says in part about the prophesied Savior, He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. Maybe Jesus wouldn't stand out in a crowd or draw your eye, but it would be a mistake to pass him up. Today's meditation is out of Sioux City from Grace Lutheran titled, Not Alone, and is based on a reading from John chapter 14. We read from a section, John 14. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see anymore, me anymore, but you, you will see me. So far the word. You are not alone. As Jesus guides us through the dangers, the dangers of this life, he promises to care for us. He promises that he will not leave us. But faith is the funnel through which God gives every single gift that he gives to us. Faith is the means. So it should come as no surprise that when Jesus begins, he declares, and I quote, If you love me, you will obey what I command. Faith. Hold on to that thought. This is faith-inspired love. And don't confuse it with the superficial love that, let's be honest, that our sinful nature preaches within us. Our Lord spoke these words in a very specific context on the night right before he died. Keep in mind why he died, right? And then he was urging his disciples to question themselves, to, to see if they had that love, to see if they were carrying out this kind of love in their own lives. And he had only a few more hours with them before he was betrayed and before he was taken to that cross to die. And so he centered their attention on what is vital. Love that mirrors him. And he would tell them now, these words, if you obey me, then you love me. If you love me, that's true obedience, and so on. You could say it in many different ways. But understand this, Jesus was not speaking a command to them. He was not now trying to guilt them into obeying him. And I think this is one of those times where the original Greek becomes critical. 
The original Greek, the root meaning of the word for obey, and we have none of this nuance in English. Sorry, English, but we don't. The root meaning for the Greek word for obey is to hold something in your hands as if it's priceless. A treasure. And I know this is not the same, but think in a very trivial way. Like a receiver, football, he gets that ball after a massive catch, right? Scoops it out of the air and he holds on to that thing tight. Nobody's stealing that thing from him, right? Same kind of idea. That's obeying. This is what Jesus says. And so he says, he gives us a command that if we understand when we are following this command, this is us benefiting, not God. When we obey and we show love to Jesus, he is working through that to protect the very free gift of life that he has given to us. Obedience protects the faith that saves you. But faith in what? What is right? What truly is evil? What do we obey? The honest answer is, we don't know. We don't know. And that boggles our mind any time that's said out loud, that we truly don't know what is right and wrong. The human being's sense of right and wrong, how can I put this? In the very best way I can put it, it's directionless. It's random. It changes from one day to the next. In the very worst way to describe our sense of right and wrong, it's madness. That's why obedience is not enough. The Christian's obedience has meaning, becomes more than any other obedience in this world. It becomes more than just a mindless jumping through hoops to make somebody or something happy. The Christian's obedience has meaning because it is guided by the counselor. Anyone who has ever had to say goodbye to a friend for whatever reason, you understand that is a taste of the confusion, of the pain that the disciples were going through and must have been experiencing. Think of this, three years side by side with the Son of God as your friend and brother. And now he was gone. Think of how hard saying that goodbye was. And you would be right to say, Pastor, didn't they go down from the Ascension Mountain filled with joy? Yes. But to think that emotional joy was there every single day the rest of their lives? No. We have enough evidence of Scripture. We know that's not the case. So the Spirit, with his counsel, would soon fill the place that Jesus had. With Jesus' departure then, the truth spirit would begin his work of reminding the disciples of everything that Jesus had spoken and taught and commanded. And that was a whole lot. Just think of the sheer volume of everything Jesus had said, which was also beyond what was recorded in the Gospels. In a world of a million different opinions on every subject under the sun, we need this truth guidance because unlike any human being what reason would the truthful spirit have to lie to us think about it humans and demons are the same in this respect by nature humans beings and demons lie to get something from us to extract something from us 
That's why they lie. Either something we have or to take our very life. But the spirit of truth. What can he possibly get from us that he doesn't already have? No. The spirit's only motivation then in his dealings with us is nothing less than eternal life. To give that to us. He speaks truth. He has nothing to gain. And only he has nothing to gain. By lying. Unlike people. Right? Here is the natural state of each human heart. 2 Timothy 4 verse 3. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Doesn't that sound like a summary of our culture today? Tell us, church, whatever we want to hear. Mount the rainbow flag on the front of your church or else. Whatever they want to hear, sir, yes, sir, just be happy with me, the pastor. Dear friends, this is not just going to happen once in history. It happens again and again throughout the annals of history. Surround yourself instead of with a great number of teachers who will tell you exactly what you want to hear. If you ever don't like a teaching in a church, you can almost throw a stone in any direction. You can find a pastor who will tell you what you want. It's so easy. God lets it be so easy for us. Surround yourself with the word instead. Know what the word of God really says so that Jesus can continue to save any one of us, including this preaching guy right now. They, they out there, they don't know the spirit of truth, but you, you know him. This knowing of Jesus, it means everything because there will be any number of times in our life when we are alone. In solitude. And there are people, and even children, we've seen this, who are cut down in the prime of their life. We can't control that. To some extent we do, but for the greater part, we can't control that. We can't stop that. But we do have a greater guarantee. We are not left as orphans. I need, I need to know that. I suspect you do too. Perhaps this is our greatest fear of being absolutely alone. Will there be times then when our family, friends, when they may no longer be right there at our side? Yes. That can happen in this life. But Jesus, Jesus is right there with you, even within. And Jesus' presence that comes through this spirit of truth that presence will never leave us, even as we breathe our last. Even if others betray or move away, or even our most loved fellow friends and believers and family, even if they die. Jesus won't. He doesn't. Draw on the power of that promise. Just in humility, honesty, simply say, I need that promise. And realize that Jesus is going to be right by your side. Yes, even as you breathe your last. 
and still be with you as you no longer have lungs to breathe with and you see God face to face. Until that day when he gives you a new body with which to breathe again. Does doubt or fear still linger in our hearts when you hear a sermon like this? Uh, yes. But you have that which counteracts it. Unless God gives you a very special gift of absolutely no fear at some point in your life, and he can do that if he chooses, the norm, if we look at the examples of Scripture, is there is still doubt in us. Who doesn't have that? But then listen to Jesus as he says to you, because I live, you also will live. Yes, Jesus is risen. He is risen indeed. And you too will live. So we who through faith are connected with Jesus' life, you can be certain that the spiritual life that you already have will continue right on through your death into eternity where you see in full the truth. That Jesus was always with you from the beginning and even at the end. But Jesus is not with us in this room today. Visibly. Jesus sent his Holy Spirit to give us the power to say, that is okay. That's okay. If our eternal life depended on Jesus being with us here today, well, we might logically deduce Jesus would do it. He would do it. He'd be here in the flesh. Or he could have stayed as a visible emperor in this world, a benevolent emperor, forcing all to obey him. And I would use that word force because just by the very presence of an immortal, all-powerful God sitting on a throne, everybody would be forced to obey. Right? Do you understand that? He could have done that. But let me ask you, even a normal, regular human emperor, can such an emperor force anyone to treasure their words, to truly obey? Instead, we have a king. A king who does not force, who withdrew his physical presence and left us what we need. The words. Sorry, sinful nature, in you and me. Are you disappointed? Well, too bad, because the words are all sufficient. He gives us the words that came out of his mouth. In fact, he wrote them down in his book. I'm very pleased to announce to you, you can find it in fine bookstores everywhere. You can find it on any kind of electronic screen anywhere. We call it the Bible. That is how we need Jesus to be with us. Even if someday, even in heaven someday, as we walk, literally walk and talk next to the human, also human Jesus, that bodily presence of Jesus will not be our top priority in heaven. What he says to us will. His will will be our top priority. Until then, Jesus sends his Holy Spirit to give us the blessings of peace, the real kind, that death can't hurt, joy even now, even in this life, through the crucifixion of Jesus, there's your anchor. When it gets complex in life, hold on to the simple. Jesus' crucifixion, through that, we are now hidden in his wounds, safe 
from his righteous anger, not just now, but on the day when he will return to this world in the flesh as judge. Safe. Jesus has not left us. He hasn't left any of us as orphans. Why would he ever do that after doing what he did on the cross? No. He has sent his spirit of truth to remind us all that he is with us now and not to obliterate us, but to love us. It can be difficult to fathom, I know, how anyone can be present but not visible. But we can fathom it. Because with God, nothing is impossible. And that's why I've been fully authorized to tell you. You are not alone. Amen. We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarkbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. You can also search for St. Mark Bemidji on YouTube to find our channel. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again, www.stmarkbemidji.org. All scripture readings are taken from the Holy Bible, New International Version, copyright 2011, and are used by permission from Zondervan. Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day. salvation free lasting to eternity